This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, creamy baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves movies. Hey, everybody. I had some trouble with that curtain there. It's tricky. There's like a part you have to walk through in the middle of it, and uh, I couldn't find it. Uh, welcome to I Love Movies, as always, being recorded live at the uh, UCB Theater in Los Angeles before Comedy Death Ray. Tonight is uh, Andy Daly's record release party is part of uh, Comedy Death Ray. Very excited about that. That's very cool. He's a funny man. His, uh, his CD is called Nine Sweaters, I believe, and you can get it uh, at astrecords.com starting, I-, I believe, today. So by the time this podcast is uh, available for your ears to enjoy, uh, it will be out, and you should check it out. All right. Um, it doesn't really have anything to do with movies, but I just want to say that I found the silver lining in uh, McCain becoming president. You know how 
every year uh, they pardon turkeys around Thanksgiving. Like the president has to pardon some turkeys and they let them go. With McCain uh, uh, in the White House, he can pardon his own turkey neck. <laughs> I know, that's so stupid. But it makes me laugh. And then I say it out loud in front of people. Uh, but let's talk movies. Let's get our guests out here. Uh, exciting show. I'm thrilled to have uh, these two people here tonight. Uh, the first gentleman... Uh, you may not be entirely familiar with, but if you've watched the Sarah Silverman program, you've probably laughed at some of his bone mots <laughs> that have been thrown into the uh, script because he's a writer on that show and he's a very funny comedian in his own right. Uh, let's hear it for Harris Whittles, everybody. Harris Whittles is here. What I like to call the true star of the Sarah Silverman program. You can sit in that one right there. There you go. That's your chair <laughs> and our other guest is Sarah Silverman <laughs> Yay! did you hear how loud they clapped for me after she came out oh they, the applause kept going for you essentially she never even got her moment really and you, you guys can uh, take these out of, the, out of the stands if you prefer to, I like to hold it the microphone but you could just yeah, just lean into it real good, Sarah, when you say hello to everybody. Hi, everybody. <laughs> nice. Is this audio or also video? It's just audio. Oh. So, thanks, thanks for dressing up. I got dolled up. up. You got dolled up for no reason. <laughs> no, it's just for people to listen to while they're on the treadmill or on a long flight. Or, oh, have fun, have fun. Or when they have I no life whatsoever. vocal exercises. It's the audio dolled up. <laughs> me, 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 me. You do, you do sound pretty tonight. Thank you. <laughs> you sound gorgeous. I'm getting she vapors? looks good. She looks good, and you sound good. You're a perfect team. How did you uh, find Harris to be a writer on your show? Well, Doug, I was at Largo, and Flanagan said, you should really watch this. I do really good accents. <laughs> you should really watch this kid. Harris Whittles is really good. That was, oh my God, that was, uh, you could bad. tell that it was Irish. Yeah. <laughs> Scottish, maybe, but you know. An acting teacher of mine in high school said to talk Irish, you have to sound like you have a hot pepperoni in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> And then he pulled out his oh, hot pepperoni. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh. So I watched him and he was so funny. He really was so funny. And then I asked him if he had written anything and he showed me a sample of something I had written and it was wonderful. And I said, you know what? Was it like a limerick or something? <laughs> what had he written? It was a, a play he had written with his... A play? H Hendershaw. That's adorable. You know, it was a fun sketch play, not like a Hendershaw play. sketch troupe. <laughs> not like a real and play. And really man. great and, and fun and different. And <laughs> all the words that make me... Mm -hmm. My asshole clench. <laughs> so you brought him on board and it's been, a, it's been a great thing ever since. Yes, yes. He goes out on the road with you sometimes, opens yes. up for you. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> Hot pepperoni! I, I, me, open.
opening for her. That's a. I mean, in the euphemism, yeah, that's, yeah, that's it's, weird. It's weird for a yeah. dude to uh, <laughs> spread your legs, Harris. Sarah's coming. I want. I ha- like just out of courtesy. I imagined sex with you, and you. We're spreading. This is the you first were spreading. You were you it's were common courtesy opening. when you're friends with someone you should imagine what well, sex will be like with them. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Just work it out in your head and then move on with your Well life. Sarah, you were right. <laughs> Balloons. Movies, let's talk movies. You guys seen any lately? Um in the theaters or just like Netflix? Well, however you want to, however you want to do it. However, just, however you roll. I've only seen movies on planes lately. I haven't seen anything in a motion picture theater except for, of course, the best movie of all time, Dark Knight. Yeah. Course, which I am continually encouraging people to continue to see because uh, they keep saying it's not going to beat Titanic in the all-time box office because it's only at Dark Knight's at like 502 million right now and Titanic makes 600 million. I say we can get that hundred hundred million more for Dark Knight. It's still in theaters. Yeah, what do you say? Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Is it still that long? Yeah, it is. It's still it's still about two and a half hours long. I loved but it. I love it every loved minute. Loved it. it. I say could have could have fine tuned it, gotten twenty minutes out of that. Yeah, but when have you ever seen a movie that's longer than two hours that you thought didn't couldn't use a few cuts? Uh, Magnolia. Yeah, that's a good example. Which you hated and I loved. No, I loved it. Lots of people we know hated it. A lot of people that we usually agree with hated it. It's really divided people. It's kind of a weird movie, but that's sort of what appeals to me about it. But that's that's a pretty rare example. Boogie Nights also was, uh, I think it deserved its length. Never boring. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that'd be a good it deserved its length. Line. They all yeah. snicker because he pulls out his giant cock. Boogie Nights, deserving of its length. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, most movies, you know, are, are, are too long. <laughs> you know, there's always something that could be cut. Um, but what uh, what have you seen lately, Harris? Um, I guess Tropic Thunder was the last theater in experience that I had. Mm-hmm. Did you like that? I loved it. It's a classic comedy. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's going. It's in the books. is a great movie. <laughs> I like how I like how the America and the world responded to it and, and threw a lot of money at it mm-hmm. and, and are enjoying it. But you know, if someone else. Uh, you know, with, that's less bankable tries to make a movie about making a movie, they'll go, oh, that doesn't work. People don't like that. It's too inside. Right, right, Because right. it's a very inside movie, and yet people are loving it, so who yeah. gives a shit? People are also calling it racist, though, apparently. Well, no, they're more mad about the retarded thing. I talked about this at, at length in a previous show. Oh, but let's not There's more, there. more, uh, more uproar about retarded, uh, the retarded slams than the, than the racism. None you know. of the uproar... By retarded people. No, that's my point. <laughs> my point that I've already made is that uh, the movie's rated R, and uh, most retarded people are under eighteen, so they're not even going to. They're not even going to see it. I should just tell that joke in every episode of this show. If it's still getting laughs, why not? But um, you have seen no motion pictures in the theater. I want to see Tropic Thunder, but no, no. Everyone's already seen it. I can't get anybody to go see it with me. Even you saw it. I'd see that again. I'd see it again. Mm-hmm. But, oh, okay. 
Let's make a date. I now would you're love forced that. to hang out with us. No, I would. I would actually. It's well under two hours though. Love I think that. so. You like that about? Let's it. buy. I do love that. Let's buy tickets for Dark Knight and then sneak into Tropic Thunder. Kill the two birds. Yeah, I don't mind giving Tropic Thunder more money. Let's pick something shitty to buy tickets. F- to wait, buy tickets. <laughs> you you were right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had a solid plan, and I got. ruined your plan <laughs> but that was I remember around the time uh, Malcolm X came out the Spike Lee version joint it was called was it just called X or Malcolm X yeah X X when that came out uh, some other shitbird movie came out the same weekend and made more money and Spike Lee said America's racist they all bought tickets for the other movie and then snuck into mine <laughs> like what kind of fucking racist <laughs> Is so excited about Malcolm X that at the same time does not want the numbers to go up at the box office. I'm dying to see it just to see what they're up to. But I'm going to pretend to buy a ticket for Basic Instinct or whatever, whatever the other movie was at the time. It was kind of a weird claim. I ain't giving my money to no nigger, but I love biopics. That's my struggle. That's that, my you totally saved that with the second half of that sentence. For, for a brief time there, I was like, wow, finally we're going to have to cut something from the podcast. I was doing a character. Oh, that was a character? Yeah, I'm a, I do a lot of accents. I watch... Do I, an Irish guy that says that. I ain't going to... I'm not going to go out to... Hot pepperoni. I'm movie with a... Huh? Hot pepperoni. Hot pepper in my mouth. Oh my god, that sounded so Irish. I've never been good at accents, and I feel like tonight I'm great at it. Yeah, well. Tonight's I, tonight. Maybe you should I try you, a few more. I watched a um, movie right before you picked me up. You did? Cram sesh. I saw <laughs> Ever After, the Drew Barrymore. I think it was maybe one of her first producing things. Possibly, yeah. And it was like kind of awful and kind of awesome. I was like, this is dumb. And then I was like, didn't, I kept watching it. Who's the handsome dude in it? I remember when you called and you said, come down. And I was like, can you come up? You wanted me to watch the rest of It was wrapping up. I just wanted to see. Make sure it ends happily. But Drew Barrymore. I forgot to put that word in the title. That's what they say at the very end. We're supposed to live happily ever after and she goes who told you that and then he goes I don't know wink how many times do they say the n-word in that movie well she I can't I love her I don't know if she's a good actress or not or what she's just so likable and I like watching her and she seems so nice and but it is interesting that like she would decide. Let's. I'm gonna. I want to do a movie, and I'm gonna produce it, and I'm gonna have a British accent that's a little bit different in every scene. <laughs> and I'm yeah, not. She wanted to make it interesting for the viewer, like. But then I was like, "That's ballsy. That's bold." And she's like giving herself a challenge. And then I was sitting by myself, going like. I'm owned by no one. Like I just wanted to see if I could do it, but I can't really do it either. But I'm not work. I'm not pitching around a movie where I talk like a, you know, a foreigner. Right. <laughs> a foreigner. Well, who's the dude in that movie? Do you know? Do 
Gray Scott. <laughs> Dude, Gray? Yeah. He was supposed to be Wolverine in the X-Men movies, but then he got like... Uh, then he was in Ever After? Some sort of, yeah, that was his consolation prize. Let me see what Leonard Malton has to say about Ever After. As long as I got my Len Malton book standing by. You guys talk amongst yourselves. I saw I saw that thing that Helen movie Helen Hunt directed. I saw that on the plane coming back from uh, what's that? Coming back from hell. Um, it's called "You'll Meet Eventually." What? And then she comes. Yeah, it was all about a woman. I don't want to give too much away, but she does have an orgasm at the end of the movie. No, yeah, I mean, it's not really about orgasms, but it's about a woman kind of like, uh, she wants to have a baby really bad, and she's got a stupid husband played by Matthew Broderick, and I know I'm making it sound great, but it was real, it was, you know, it was a good plane movie, I was able to, uh, you know, watch the whole thing, even though there was a fat guy in the seat next to me. Which movie does Matthew Broderick... Is it election when he... Oh, you're thinking about Inspector Gadget. (laughs) Is that the movie where he runs home and washes his balls? Yeah, in election, he has to wash his balls after an affair because, you know, that's the first thing that happens when you walk in the door. Your wife sniffs your balls. (laughs) Or the dog sniffs your balls and gives her the heads up. No. his balls. Hey, Harris. Hey. <laughs> he was washing his balls because he was about to have sex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta wash them up beforehand, right? <laughs> Am I wrong that he washed them strategy. with, like, a school, like, with those brown paper towels from school? No, I think he was in a hotel room oh, when he did okay. it. That oh, was man. you so, when you were 13. <laughs> <laughs> and you got your first blowjob at those, your I'm just, just gonna, Those leave you smelling like the paper towels, and it's pretty gross. <laughs> That's one of my favorite. Election is, is absolutely one of my favorite movies ever. It's yeah. like it's so it's perfect. It's got the tone is consistent throughout. It doesn't get boring at the end. It's only ninety minutes. Are you long. reading Leonard Malton's review? Yeah, I'm just reading what he said about it, pretending that was me. Uh, no, I'm looking at Ever After, 122 minutes. You know, you don't think movies are too long when you're taking a shower or getting ready during them, right? You didn't watch every minute of it. Doing things. It was on. Yeah. Yeah. I was working at my computer. That's the best way to watch it. And uh, he gives it three stars. Wow. Out of yeah. how many? Out of 72. But yeah, uh, he, he liked it. You know, you're right. Do, do Grace. Do Grace. <laughs> What a stupid name, Doug with Ray at the end of it. Do Gray. Like if you married Jonah Ray. If I married Jonah Ray, my name would be Do Gray. (laughs) I love it. Oh, Richard O'Brien was in it. He played uh, Flim Flam in uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh my god! What was his name? Flip Flap? Yes! He buys Drew Barrymore. Ching Chong? What's his name in that? Angelica Houston sells Drew Barrymore to him. Really? Uh, And he's all creepy and weird. What's his name? The guy with the greasy blonde hair. Yeah, this guy that sings Time Warp or whatever. Right? You guys Do Gray not. Also, if you married Macy Gray, it'd be Do Gray. (laughs) 
I would, I would rather marry Jonah Ray than Macy Gray. That's why I hired I Harris, because he knows the quality stuff to mind jokes to like stick with. The there stuff is, to stick with and really work on. There was there was humor in how late after we talked about it that I brought it up. Yeah, and he, but in your mind you're like, well, there's something there. Macy <laughs> Gray. <laughs> Go on, Doug. Oh, I, I was just saying it. I think it's probably about time that we play some Leonard Maltin game. And as long as I got the book out Woo! and. Uh, I'm here with two people who know their movies. We used to play this when and, we were uh, just children. Yeah. You, me, and Brian. Brian Posehn and Sarah and I sort of would sit around and play this game that, that we sort of invented together. And um, I'm trying to find a movie that would be good to, uh, to do for you guys. Picking out something special just for you. Okay, here we go. See if either of you know this. And don't try to help them from the audience. Yeah, don't look, Sarah. I didn't see anything, but no, I that don't was good. Them. Uh, John Polito, Anna Nicole Smith. Oh, Skyscraper? S- Naked Gun uh, 33 and oh, 30. Oh, fuck. Yeah. No and maybe. 33 and <laughs> no, no. 30. No, two no's, two no's. It's not a Naked Gun? It's not a Naked Gun. Thank Steve you. Buscemi, who you just worked with in a picture. <laughs> yeah, you should know this. What is she in? Didn't you sit around with him on the set discussing every movie? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, I think Couldn't he seems like a very nice guy, very grounded. Oh my god, he's so awesome. He's the nicest, first of all, awesome actor. <laughs> so nice and totally like silly. Yeah, he's in, well, that's why he's like in every Adam Sandler yeah. movie playing a dumb little part because like he, he loves Adam and he loves acting and silly. Yeah. And he's so cool. And <laughs> he told a funny story, may I? Yeah. He didn't even know it was a funny story, and I was laughing, crying, laughing, because he was talking about how he went incognito to <laughs> to do research on this thing where he played like a paparazzo. So he went with paparazzi people. Am I saying right? That so to be incognito, like you'd think he'd put a baseball hat on. I mean, because he puts in he he stuffs. Like, I put tissue paper in my cheeks to, uh, you know, make it bulk out a little. And then I put, uh, I wore a cape. <laughs> or a cape, maybe not. Because I stuffed, he stuffed his shirt with a pillow and he wore a beret. <laughs> I was like, why would you go incognito as the most affected? Yeah, wouldn't uh, people just be like, hey, isn't that fat Steve Buscemi? That's what he said. He was like, ugh, Steve Buscemi's in like a that's weird better than, costume. Isn't that Steve Buscemi in a baseball hat? No. I think so. <laughs> He dressed up as like a crazy eccentric to not be noticed. Or like a, uh, what do you call it, guardian angel. He's awesome. Oh my God, he's so cool. Nobel Winningham. Willingham, sorry. Uh, What was the one right before that? That's what it says here. I always thought it was Winningham. Uh, Shemmy was the one before that. Oh, yeah, right. Tell a story about each one of these people. (laughs) Peter Gallagher. Shorter than you'd think in person. That's my story about him. But salt of the earth. Nice man. guy. Super sweet guy, but short. Uh, Joe Grif- Grifasi. Bruce Campbell. What the fuck? 
I was at a party once with Bruce Campbell and he was wearing sandals and it was like December. Um, Can I tell you, Peter Gallagher once... Sorry. What did he do? What did Peter Gallagher do? He once protected me from... Steve Dustin, Buscemi? Dustin Hoffman. Noble Winningham. <laughs> or Willingham. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman was giving you a hard time about no, something? No, he doesn't even know who I am or anything, but I was hired to roast him, and nobody told him, apparently. And he was very angry. And I stood to him like this, and he looked at me with his wife like this. And I'm like sticking to Perfect the material about how Sarah's face was very displeased. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, let's keep going. I'm sorry. I thought that'd be a good story. No, well, it, the the long version is good, but I know we're we're playing a game here, so uh, I apologize. It's all right. Jim True, John Mahoney, Frasier, <laughs> Frasier the movie. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Otherwise oh, known oh, as X Men Three. Got it. Oh no, I don't. Uh, Anna okay. Nicole Smith throws the whole thing off. Maybe, she does maybe really. She's a smaller part. She had a tiny part, and it was also they got. I believe they got her to act in it. Like she, she's not like as she's not being herself. She's just being sexy and a secretary or some shit. Okay. Uh, oh, I didn't t- say the year. It was 1994. Mm. Okay. Uh, Charles Durning. I was 10. Did I? Paul Newman. It just gets confusing. There's so many people in this movie. Wait a minute. Is uh, is uh, married to Antonio Banderas? Is she in it? Is uh, Melanie Griffith in it? Yeah. No. What do you think it was? Oh, oh that thing. Money. That thing where she... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milk <laughs> money. Okay. Uh, J- Jennifer Jason Lee. Oh, my God. Wait. Can we just stop for a second? <laughs> this must be... Take your time. How many names are left? One. Rush. We're down to the star. Rush with Jason Patrick. No. <laughs> I mean, these are all character actors that all, are all have a it you know, capacity to be kind movie. of silly. It must be what's his face movie. Who? Uh, he died. He wears a cowboy hat. Lindsay Lohan wrote a, a sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sidney Pollack. No. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Altman. Robert Altman. He wore a cowboy hat? That's how you describe Robert Altman? Start with huge stoner. Is he? Oh, my God. He was the hugest. And he said that he said that directing movies is 98% casting. So, like, that's why his movies are all just people running around ab-libbing and some are great and some suck. Because he just, he just like, hires a bunch of actors and then lets them do whatever they want. All right. Here's the last name. Gallagher. It stars from 1994. Stars Tim Robbins, hmm. and has all those other people in it. But the best clues, considering Bob Roberts, considering this is these are no, the people that made this movie used the same actors frequently. The best clues are Steve Buscemi and John Polito, because they've both been in several of these movies by these guys. <laughs> <laughs> these two guys that make movies. <laughs> Tim Robbins starred in What by Joel and Ethan Cohen (laughs) People in the audience are losing their minds I think that's the fun part Of like people When I skip Leonard Maltin People like listen to the podcast And then complain to me about it Because I think it's fun to listen to Because 
most people get these two or three names in. Right. And it's fun to listen to us fumfer around and not be able to figure it out. Do a lot of people here know it by clapping? Yeah, yeah. That's why they're here. It's also got, it's one of the few movie titles where... You think they're a huge Doug Benson fan? <laughs> it's one of the few movie titles... It's one of the few titles where you don't have to change it when you make a porn version. You don't have to do anything to it. Everyone's in on the joke but us, oh, Harris. <laughs> this is pretty fun. I like this. We really have, oh, we're not going to have time for any more. Say it, say it! Huckleberry! It's... <laughs> Hudsucker proxy. Yes. I would if I would change that if it was a porn name. I really would. Yeah. What would you change it to? Mudsucker. Hudsucker. Uh, yeah. Mudsucker. Hudfucker. Mudsucker. <laughs> Here, do you want to do one? Okay. Do one for us. Pick one out. We're, we're, we've got just a couple minutes left. We'll talk some more. Harris, you got anything you want to plug? Any upcoming uh, um, things happening? Smiley Face, the Anna Ferris movie. I'm plugging that. No, I have nothing to do with it. Are people you really applauding it. that? People are into it. I was shitting on it. I thought you could tell by my tone. I just saw it. Did I, you see it? I Netflix it because I enjoy stoner comedies. As right. you do too, right? I do. Some of them. Somebody yeah. said House Bunny was good. Oh, I haven't seen that. I just know in this she eats 12 hot cupcakes accidentally uh-huh. and goes on a journey. <laughs> for Like you wouldn't like just pass out in a corner. Right. Like right. who eats too much pot anything and then and then an adventure starts. That's my least favorite thing about pot movies like the Harold Kumar things is I don't like movies where people are frustrated because they can't get pot. Mm-hmm. You know because first of all you shouldn't be that frustrated. Right. And then, second of all, you should get some. <laughs> Why do I have to watch fucking two hours of you running around pulling your hair out? Well, she was trying to get more cupcakes. They were her roommate's cupcakes, so that was her stress. Oh, she liked him so much she wanted more? No, because he was going to be really pissed off that they were gone. He left them in the fridge. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe this didn't play in theaters. I know. <laughs> I can't believe... Uh... I also don't like that whole cutesy, like, every movie that's about pot, the title can't just say, this movie is about pot. It always has to be like... You know, A wink. Pineapple Express is probably the cleverest one, and right. that, that's the name of the strain. Right, right, movie. right. But Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. I, I think most stoners didn't see it till DVD because it just seems like it's about two dudes going out for a meal. Yeah. <laughs> Which you don't necessarily have to be high to want to do that. Right. Did you find one yet, Sarah? We're out of time. I can't remember what I was looking for. <laughs> just uh, pick one. I can't remember what I was looking for. Now I'm just turning pages. I'm sorry. Oh, just oh, pick oh. a movie. <laughs> Something from, it's got to be the 90s or the thousands or the 80s. Or the Whittles. 70s. <laughs> Baby Whittles has to know. Yeah, we don't want to go back too far. But say the names fast, too, once you find one, because we, really we really are out of time. Fuck! I, sh- I, sh- I should have given the book to Harris. All right, uh, is 1995? Perfect, do it. I'll tell Let's you, go. I've never seen this, but I feel, still feel like I could maybe get it. Okay. Uh... Uh, oh, there's a big... This is good. Adam Baldwin. Adam Baldwin. Yes, person. not related. Alicia... To anyone. Alicia... My bodyguard. Yeah, Shush. my bodyguard. Was it really my bodyguard? No, no, no. He's from my okay, bodyguard. Okay, good. He's from 95. Don't kill out titles. <laughs> he still holds up, too. He's very handsome. Alicia Gorenson. He's on Chuck now. Or Alicia Gorenson. Alicia Gorenson. 
Michael T. Williamson. Nickel T. Williamson. Uh, is that how you say it? How'd you Nickel know? Nickel T. Yeah, he's the guy that like he got in trouble for beating up a wife or something. He was he played the shrimp guy in Forrest Gump. Oh, he's very good. He's a good actor. Um, Rip Torn. Also a good actor. Everybody likes Rip Torn. Funny first names in this cast. Esther Roll. Oh, Florida from Good Times. Derek O'Connor. Don't this know him. is gonna be hard. I'm gonna keep going. Dermot Kay. Dermot Mulrooney. Mm-hmm. Melinda Dillon. Lauren Dean. All right, now let's get to the meat of this. Claire Danes. Uh-huh. Maria Celedonio. Oh yeah, her. Holland Taylor. Jonathan Sheck. Kate Capshaw. You know, a lot of women in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lois Smith. <laughs> Alfre Woodard, Jesus, Samantha Mathis, Gene Simmons. I hate my choice. Kate Nelligan. Holy crap! Oh wait, 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 this wait, wait! Stop, help. stop, 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 stop! Oh. Is it Prince of Tides? <gasps> no. <laughs> <laughs> this we might turn a corner with this. Maya Angelou. Why would we we turn to bad corner? <laughs> Great and Bancroft. Is that what it is? Yeah. Why are you doing that when I asked you not to? Because they don't give what a fuck. They're both you? they're sitting with their arms folded, looking at us like we're assholes. <laughs> what do they do? How to make an American quilt? Some people cannot that. contain um, themselves. They won't be a part of it. I they won't make it a point to not see the show. gayest movies ever made. <laughs> Winona Ryder's the last name, right? I don't know. Once you got to Winona Ryder, I would have known it, I think. But um, thanks, thank you, audience member, for ruining what was a very exciting game. I know. I hate that. I want. And let's hear it for my guests, Harris Whittles and Sarah Silverman. Then we're done. We gotta go. Sorry, everybody. Had to make an American. As always, William is the foe, and the person that yelled out that title is a shithead. Why is Makes him cocky There's no room in his heart for you Cause the